A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Doctor Who is a complicated show, with a lot of enemies to juggle and moving parts to bring together. As such, there are lots of ideas, some good, some bad, that are left by the wayside, resulting in drastic changes to what ends up on screen. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are 10 Doctor Who episodes that were almost completely different. 10. The Girl Who Died As it stands, Series 9's The Girl Who Died is a relatively small episode. The pre-titled sequence features a couple of effects shots where Clara is floating in space, but other than that, the whole thing takes place in a tiny human village with a couple of huts. That's not to say it's a bad episode, it's just a very small-scale one from a production standpoint. But originally, Matheson had a much grander plan for the story that would have taken the episode way over budget. In the earliest drafts, they included a bunch of of Valkyries on flying horses, a sequence in which a flying longboat gets attacked by a huge sea serpent, and then a scene where the Doctor crashes straight into Valhalla. It sounds much more action-heavy and fantastical compared to the final version, but again, the budget meant that none of this stuff was possible to do. From the sounds of it, those early drafts were completely wacky and over-the-top, a huge departure from the more grounded episode that was eventually released. 9. A Good Man Goes to War The opening chunk of A Good Man Goes to war revolves around the Doctor going on a recruiting spree, gathering up a group of allies to help him storm Demon's Run and rescue the kidnapped Amy Pond, along with her newborn child. Despite most of these allies being new additions to the Hooniverse, the whole thing works out great. But even so, it does feel like there's somebody missing, namely Captain Jack Harkness. If the Doctor is calling on his friends to help him in his time of need, then why doesn't he call on Captain Jack? His absence was noticeable, but there's a real-world explanation for it. Stephen Moffat was was going to include Jack in the episode, but scheduling conflicts with the actor prevented this from happening. But just imagine how good A Good Man Goes to War would have played off if Barrowman had been part of the cast. The broader story would have probably been the same, sure, but Jack's enormous personality would have dominated the entire episode, and it's highly likely he would have had a lot more screen time than any other supporting character. 8. Kablam! The entirety of Series 11's Kablam! is set inside a single factory, with the Doctor and her companions investigating a call for aid from an unknown worker. But just like the girl who died, the story's small scale was not the original intent, and initially, the writers wanted the episode to be Doctor Who's version of Star Wars The Force Awakens, a huge space-hopping blockbuster that definitely wouldn't have been confined to a single building on a single planet. McTee described his version for the episode as a big space opera roller coaster, but unfortunately, his ambitious ideas had to be scaled back significantly 
due to the amount of money it would have cost to bring them to life. Assuming that he still wanted to do a story based around Space Amazon at this stage, perhaps this grander version of the episode would have shown us more Kablam locations around the universe, since the company does operate across a vast range of planets, not just a single one. 7. Journey's End The wrinkly face of Davros is one of the most unsettling sights in Doctor Who, mainly because there's so much mystery there. Sure, the show has given us a few hints at the character's past, but for the most part, we don't really know what happened to Davros to make him so scarred, unhinged, and evil. Back in Series 4, though, we did come close to having more light shed on the subject. Specifically, the final episode, Journey's End, almost included a significant flashback depicting a younger Davros, explaining how he acquired his off-putting looks and giving us more information about his early life. In the flashback, which was written but never filmed, Davros recalls being trapped underground, hearing the screams of battle above. Because of this terror, he vows to find a way to free his people from the agonies of the flesh. But in doing so, he ends up becoming horribly disfigured in an explosion. Now, sure, this is just a single scene, but it would have given much more depth to Davros in Journey's End, possibly making him a much more sympathetic character compared to the raving lunatic he is in the final cut. 6. The Impossible Planet Despite them looking absolutely disgusting, the Ood are among the most beloved creatures in the Doctor Who-niverse, especially when talking about the modern era, so it's highly distressing to learn that they almost never appeared. The Ood first appeared in the two-part story The Impossible Planet slash The Satan Pit, as a slave race serving their human masters. But as the story progresses and the beast starts to possess them, they soon turn into murderous rebels. Originally though, Matt Jones wasn't intending to fill this role with the Ood. In fact, early on, it was going to be Raxacorico Fallopatorians instead. Doctor Who fans will recognize that name, as it refers to the species of aliens that the Slitheen family belongs to. Apparently, these Raxacorico Fallopatorians would have been enslaved just like the Ood, leading them to awaken the beast as a means to set themselves free. While the story probably would have worked just fine in this state, there's something a bit more comical about the Slitheen when compared to the sinister vibe of the Ood. So it's likely the stories would have lost their darkness and edge if they'd gone this way. Five. Boomtown. With the previous examples on this list, the bones of each episode stayed pretty much the same from their original alternate versions through to the final broadcast. However, Series 1's Boomtown was almost a completely different beast from top to bottom. On the subject of Raxacorica Fallopatorians, that's the last time I'm saying that, I promise, Boomtown revolves around the Ninth Doctor's mission to apprehend Margaret Blaine, a Slitheen in disguise. However, this almost wasn't the case. Written by Russell T. Davies, the episode was originally assigned to Paul Abbott, and his vision for the story was a departure from the Davies version in every conceivable way. Abbott's version wasn't about the Slitheen at all, it was actually about the relationship between Rose and the Doctor, and it would have revealed that Rose had been created by the Doctor in an experiment to find the perfect companion. Yikes. Eventually though, Abbott had to abandon his plan due to other projects requiring his attention, meaning we were a mere scheduling conflict away from watching this bizarre storyline play out on screen. 4. Fear Her Just like Boomtown, Fear Her is another episode that was almost completely different in every single way. And coincidentally, both episodes were also broadcast in week 11 of their respective series. Weird. The final version of Fear Her follows the 10th Doctor and Rose as they investigate a spate of child disappearances in an ordinary London neighborhood. But this story was actually a last-minute replacement for another story, which was scripted by none other than Mr. Stephen Fry. According to Fry, his story was based around the Arthurian legend of Gawain and the Green Knight, and reported 
Reportedly, it would have revealed that a well-known British legend actually had alien origins. The script was apparently pretty good, but like all scripts, it needed some rewrites and edits. But when Fry was unavailable to perform these, his episode was shelved, and Fear Her was produced in its place. 3. Twice Upon a Time As many Doctor Who fans are aware, we almost didn't get a 2017 Christmas special at all. Reigning showrunner Stephen Moffat was intending to end his tenure with the Series 10 finale in July, and new showrunner Chris Chibnall didn't want to start at Christmas. As such, Twice Upon a Time was almost different in that it almost didn't happen. But even when Moffat did start to write, things changed significantly along the way. The episode sees the return of the 12th Doctor's Series 10 companion, Bill Potts, and she has a large role within the episode. But this wasn't always the case. In fact, Moffat was already making good progress on his script when he thought about adding in Bill, with him deciding that the story needed the perspective of her character. On top of not featuring Bill, Twice Upon a Time nearly didn't feature Clara either. She appears for a brief cameo at the end of the episode, but according to Moffat, this was complicated to arrange because at the time, actress Jenna Coleman was busy filming her own TV series, Victoria. 2. The End of Time Considering that The End of Time was David Tennant's Doctor Who exit, it's no surprise that showrunner Russell T. Davies played around with many different ideas for the story. After all, these episodes heavily influenced the public's lasting impression of the 10th Doctor, so Davies had to get them right. As a result, there are so many what-ifs when it comes to The End of Time, because Davies clearly had many different thoughts and ideas about how to send Tennant off in the best way possible. For starters, the story almost included an expanded role for Donna Noble, who has a cameo-sized role in the final version. Davies loved working with Catherine Tate, and he wanted to give her more to do, but ultimately he felt that this wouldn't work due to the fact that Donna had lost her memories of the Doctor in Journey's End. Furthermore, the original plan for the Doctor's death scene was to have him save a complete stranger from the radiation booth, and not Wilfred Mott. The point here was to show the Doctor will save anyone, even if he doesn't know them, but the change to Wilf gave the story a bigger emotional punch. And lastly, the farewell tour at the end of the episode where the Doctor pays a final visit to several of his companions, almost included Jackson Lake from The Next Doctor, and Elton Pope from Love and Monsters? Yeah, that guy. Of course, none of these ideas came to fruition, but just imagine the end of time with more Donna, without the Doctor's sacrifice to save Wilf, and with even more random characters during the farewell tour. For better or worse, it would have made for a vastly different finale for the 10th Doctor. 1. The Day of the Doctor It's quite hard to imagine how this one would have turned out, but bizarrely, we almost got a version of The Day of the Doctor without the Doctor. The finished episode features the 10th and 11th Doctors embarking on an adventure together, but according to the Moth, there was one point in time where neither Matt Smith nor David Tennant were under contract to appear in it. As a result, he was forced to come up with a Doctorless storyline, utilizing the one actor who was under contract, Clara herself. Jenna Coleman. This alternate version of the episode followed on directly from the end of The Name of the Doctor, where the 11th Doctor steps inside his own time stream on Trenzalore. This removes him from all of space and time, but Clara is still trying to remember him, and so she starts to see versions of the Doctor, played by a succession of very famous people popping up in various different adventures, some of which may or may not have happened for real. It does sound interesting, but you can't have the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who without any of the proper Doctors. But fortunately, Smith and Tennant eventually signed on the dotted line, saving the episode at the last minute. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.